trouble is not my fault. All this I got to my friends, I love my baby. That's a smoking crack. Only today, what to change? He wanted it, so they couldn't even try. Well, I just feel. I can hear you, yes. Oh, excellent. It's Alex Gruskin. I, I was one of your previous interviewers. Hopefully you recognize this alto tone. Yes, I do. Thank <laughs> How are you doing, Alex? I'm doing quite well. I appreciate you asking. How are you, Jared? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling well. I'm feeling pretty well right now. Um, watching the match, and that's always a good thing. So, yeah, yeah I'm feeling pretty good. For sponsorship purposes, what Jared said is he's watching the live stream on CrackedRackets.com, and you can all check that out now. I appreciate you Alex. saying that, Jared. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Jared, you got Max on the phone as well. You've got a few others in the room. I love that you say your first name is Ohishi. Oh, Max, of course. Max from Cracked Rackets. I mean, come on. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> See, he knows. Uh, Jay, well, thank you. I mean, obviously you're watching the match. Uh, just first thoughts. What are you thinking? Um, I mean, I guess my, my, I mean, I, I have to, I have to admit, I have watched a lot of the match. I haven't watched so much this third set. I've been going back and forth between the Cowboys game, but <laughs> fair. you know, I've been honestly very, like kind of really surprised at how many errors Del Porto's missed yeah. or how many forehand errors Del Porto's made from the middle of the court. Uh, on the forehand, like I mean, I really expected him to, or expect him to play really aggressive off the forehand, and and um, and obviously, you know, you make errors when you play more aggressive. But I've 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 kind of felt like actually from the middle of the court, his forehand's been really underwhelming. Um, well, I was going to say, Jared, uh, then, I feel like you, uh, you know, respectfully, of course, uh, you, you have a huge <laughs> forehand, so obviously you understand the burden of dictating with that forehand. You kind of understand what Del Potro is going through. Obviously, maybe not at this Grand Slam final level, but in terms of trying to assert his will against a guy like Joe. Sure. I mean, you think uh, the the theme of the Cracked Rackets crew has been Del Potro's been a little bit tentative through these first two and a half cents. Would you agree with that sentiment? I would agree with that. I would agree with that for the most part, especially, like I said, in the middle of the court. And it, at times it seems he either had bad accuracy from the middle of the court or has just made kind of unforced errors. The other thing I would kind of say, though, also is that I feel as though Djokovic has, especially in that second set, was really defensive and was playing way behind the baseline. Um, and I also think that what's – oh, gosh. What's also really surprising yeah, I was say, is that – respectfully, Jared, that was a nice voice crack. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> It happens quite often, but um, I'm sorry for cutting you off. Oh no, no problem. Um, but also, I've kind of been surprised that Djokovic's unwillingness to go to change down the line, especially on the backhand, because I feel as though that's kind of when, at least in my opinion, Novak plays his his best, and it really seems that um, that he doesn't want to give no, uh, uh, Del Porto any running forehands, which obviously is a great shot from 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 uh, Del Porto, but. So I've just been kind of, and I preface this all with saying that um, I am watching on the couch, and these guys are playing in the finals. So I obviously know very little, and they know, <laughs> or they seemingly know well, more than I. But I I've been, I, I've, I kind 
was gonna say, Jared, you withdrew. Th- you withdrew with in- with injury. So you know, who's to say you yeah. wouldn't be there? Exactly. Exactly. I did not get my fair shake at it. <laughs> Jared, I was going to ask you. You said you, you're surprised Djokovic isn't using the backhand up the line more. Um, he seems a little bit yeah. off with it today, though. He's been pulling at middle a lot, and I feel like that's that might yeah, be I've why. Yeah, I noticed so that. Del Potro has just been cranking off on that middle ball. It's not so much the he, he's not yeah. getting him on the run with it even. You know, I I agree when he's pull, when he's tried to go up the line. Um, he's at, he's like you said, he's actually missed a lot middle with it. And uh, but but I kind of go back to the to the to the point of he seems to be staying in a cross court rally for a long time. And I've kind of felt like just for my own knowledge, so to speak, okay, now, you know, just in my head, I say, okay, this is a good ball to change on. And obviously I'm not, you know, hit. sometimes you get a, it's a little bit of weird bounce or you're seeing something on the court or it's, for me, it's more of a feel thing when I change at the line, but I feel as though he's really weighted. And I think that that's pro- at least could ha- might be affecting his timing of changing up the line, because I think that, changing up the line is more of a timing shot. Um, so I think that, the, I think that that's actually one of the reasons why he's missing up the line. Um, I mean, I could be completely wrong, but <laughs> not missing, but his accuracy has been poor. Yeah. Jared, just out of curiosity, who did you have prior to these first two sets going Djokovic's way? Who did you think was winning this match? Uh, I would, I would, I, I thought Djokovic was going to win. Oh. I just thought that <laughs> I just, yeah, I just thought that. Um, wait, why did you think Del Porto? You're, you're just talking to a, a room of Del Po supporters. Well, That's false. I, I say, picked Djokovic. Uh, and, I was with you, Jared. Jared, our listeners may not. Uh, you and I talked beforehand. I know you were leading Del Po. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just trying to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know you're on the Del Po bandwagon. I I, I just I just conveniently changed. <laughs> um, I just I just kind of felt like you know. It's just kind of, it, oof. That was a big forehand right there, though. Um, <laughs> oof. See, like that's kind of what I—that's how he wait, should be playing. Are you playing. ahead of us right now? I Where think you're, you're a couple shots oh. ahead of us. Oh, yeah, he's, he's like two shots ahead. Oh, sorry. No, but I, but I don't know if I think that point. You guys just watched that point, and obviously, you know, Del Porto took those forehands really early, and that's obviously, you know, a high degree of difficulty. But I felt kind of to what you guys are saying earlier that that is really the way he should be playing. I mean, win or lose, if you not if you don't execute well, you're not going to win anyways. So why I feel like he's tried to play really long rallies with him when he should just be really going for the forehand. Um, but going back to why I felt that Djokovic was going to win, I felt that, you know, Djokovic returns so well, gets so many balls in, in play. Um, and I just, I just feel this tournament actually earlier watching a little bit, not that I was, watching a lot, but watching a little bit, that Djokovic seems to have a little bit of his mojo back. You know, he seemed to be playing really aggressive, taking the ball early, and dictating a lot more than I've seen him previously play this year. Yeah, I mean, I think we've we've seen him play pretty well this tournament. And honestly, Delpo looked a little tired today so far, which is not what I expected with, you know, the, the matches he's had so far, most of him. Sure. Most of his matches going three sets. I do want to steer the conversation a little further away from the match here and talk about you. I think. Well, <laughs> that was a hell of a transition. That was not a um, I think Gruskin's first question to you of how you're feeling was 
partly to ask how your knee is doing. Obviously, you had to pull out of the U.S. Open, which is very disappointing mm -hmm. for us. We love watching you play, and, and we do support you when you're on court. Well, thank you. How is your knee doing? <laughs> no problem. Uh, how is your knee doing? Uh, it's, ooh, it's getting better. Um, I think slowly and steadily. Um, I obviously, you know, would really love to play Asia. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how feasible that is right now, but um, it's just kind of one of those things where I think it's a slow and steady trajectory upwards instead of all of a sudden getting getting 100% better. So with that being said, I think I'm making good progress, but it, it's it's going to take a, a little bit of time, a little bit more time than I would like. Yeah, sure. That's that's great to hear, though. Uh, so you know, I'm sure you've been watching every single second. Yeah, so um, we got another. I was gonna say no, you gotta introduce, introduce yourself. No, I'm not gonna introduce myself. Oh, this You're is just Dennis another superstar. Voice. You follow Dennis. Uh, my name's Jamie, by the way. I'm sure you know everything about me. Uh, but anyway, no. I know everything. Good, and I'm sure just along that same theme, you've been watching every single second of our broadcast here. Uh, we had a fun little segment. We were talking every about. single second. Yeah, there it is. Uh, we were talking about the next gen players, and you know, I I just wanted to hear your perspective on this. You know, we were talking about who we think are the you know the next gen guys to come up. Um, in terms of your mm -hmm. perspective, and you, because you've been watching, Jared, you know we mentioned you at least you, once. You were or actually twice. the only single name. We couldn't we couldn't come up with another one. So we were we were wanting your help. You know, um, which is not surprising, by sure. the way. Sure, sure. Uh, no, but really, I mean, we want to know. Uh, at least I do. Maybe these guys don't care. But your perspective on you know. The guys you've played or you think are the toughest to play or you think have the most upside, like talk talk me through like the, some of those other next gen guys that you're you're uh, you're playing with. Uh, well, you know, I think first of all that they're all great players. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's no doubt about that. I think actually one thing that's all all, all of the next gen players compete exceptionally well. I I think I don't think a lot of them have you know a mental weakness, so to speak, really. Um, so I think that's, that's one reason what makes them, what makes playing all of them is uh, difficult because you know that you're going to have to fight and compete um, against all of them a hundred percent throughout the match. Um, and I, I mean, you know, obviously now there seems like there's a lot of them, but are you talking more of the guys this year, more guys my age, um, sure. I mean, yeah, around your age, you know, just in terms of like you've played those guys. So like, in your yeah. opinion, even in terms of you can tell us like who's the hardest to play against or why or you know who, when you were on the court, you're like, wow, this is tough. You know that sort of you know that sort of perspective. Yeah. Obviously, none of us are good enough to have that. So counterpoint, <laughs> as Jared and I talked about in the last pod, let me serve and volley against anyone. I got a shot. Oh, you do not have up. a shot. You will lose. Oh no! In 42 minutes. Yeah, and that's <laughs> you're giving me 42 minutes. 20. <laughs> Like you're, no, you're, you're the type of person who would like draw it out as long as possible. So yeah, I'll give you 40 minutes. Oh, I'm getting at least one beef with the umpire. But go sure. Is that with the shot clock iteration or without <laughs> yeah, the shot clock iteration? Yeah, it's because of Ruskin. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, you know, I think they're all difficult and, and different. I think actually what's also really unique is they all have a, a really all kind of in, individual styles. I wouldn't say too two players are two necess are necessarily the same. Um, so if I think about, you know, obviously guys who have done better, I've never played, I've never played Zverev. So I'll just, I guess I can't really speak to how, uh, how, how it is playing him, but, you know, playing against somebody like Borna who moves exceptionally well, makes a lot of ground strokes, but also has really good accuracy, great backhand who can, where he can change up the line, extremely solid and consistent, 
I mean, just really solid player all around. And um, and if you don't do enough with the ball, he can hurt you. And then I think, you know, someone who I thought played a great match against Rafa um, earlier this week, Kachinov. Yes. Um, really, Kachinov. really. <laughs> that's in uh that's Rhode Island accent. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. We call it the same way. It's one of the going gigs on the Great Shot podcast. It's Karen Kachinov. <laughs> but, uh, oh, man. But <laughs> I I just I think that, you know, he serves extremely well, especially when, when I played him in, in the next-gen finals. I thought he served really well. That was difficult to deal with. Great forehand, um, you know, has great accuracy with it. And I think that that, that – Will t- I mean, he's got a very good back end also, but that will take you a long way, uh, just a, a, a great serve and a good forehand, and obviously he's a lot more than that, but that's definitely his two biggest weapons. And um, and he's really solid also. He doesn't make that many that many unforced errors. Oh, but, uh, no, I, um, I completely agree with you, and we should mention just for our fans watching at home, Djokovic right now up 5-3, 30-15 in the third, serving for the match. So, you know, we will talk about that, of course, as soon as it's finished. I do want to segue off of that question into, you know, you were able to play the next-gen finals last year. We're watching a Grand mm-hmm. Slam, you know, short of the next-gen finals. You know, next-gen finals might be a tier below that in terms of type of events. But still, you know, how did you view that event as a building block for yourself, as a litmus test to where you were in your career? You know, I remember being there, but I don't remember anything about that. I'm pretty sure I won the tournament, right? Uh, for Do- um, I, I, look, I'm looking at the stats, and it says you were the winner of the red carpet event. That's what it says. Ah, okay. <laughs> that's what it was. Because truthfully, I don't remember much of the event itself. But no, but that's just that's, no, I thought it was a really an amazing job, actually. I thought the ATP did, a, did an awesome job putting it on. I thought the event was run really professionally, exceptionally well. Um, and, um, to kind of talk about that is I also think that, you know, I, I think I obviously was disappointed how, how I performed. Um, but I think that goes to show how many great players there are, you know, coming up. And, and I think that, I mean, I didn't, I think at some point it was, a, or in one sense, it was a little bit of a, of an exhibition just with all the new rules, but that doesn't really I think just more, it was more about, it was fun to compete at an, at a, uh, in a tournament like that. And also it was kind of a unique experience playing around Robin, uh, because, you know, after I lost my first round or my first match, I was very, I was very disappointed because I thought I, you know, had the, had opportunities to do better and, um, I didn't. And I really think that that kind of affected, affected me. So if I play around Robin event, um, again, then I will. Then I think I would handle handle a, a defeat differently. There it is, and we should say Novak Djokovic, six three seven six six three, your U.S. Open champion. Uh, I yeah, don't know. What disappointed to say. in this. Yeah, room. I needed a Delpo win there, Rothman. Please, I know you have a question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll ignore that that end result right there. Uh, Jared, a few other questions for you. Obviously, you said you want to play Asia. Um, are you done for this season? What are your goals for next Joe season? Jokic throws it's... the racket in the crowd. Risky move, Novak. Oh. Risky move. <laughs> Tom, 
Yeah. Uh, that was a nice toss, though. It had nice. It had nice spin on it. And, uh, but. And then he pulls out another racket. What is he doing? He's going after. He's like, "You are the fan who chirped me the most. I have to hit you first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but sorry, I didn't mean to take away from Rob. Yes. No, no. It was interesting. Yeah, Jared, so again, two-pronged two question. Are you done for this season, and kind of what are the goals for next season, next year? Well, I certainly hope I'm not done for this season um, because I would like to play in some capacity, whether it's going to Asia or playing challenges at the end of the year. I would say more in the States. I probably wouldn't go to the indoors and in, uh, in Europe. Mm. But so in in – you know, I don't have a timetable. It's whenever I feel that my knee is, is better and whenever I feel that um, that I'm confident in, in in my level or my fitness and so forth. So I think that that's one thing that I would also like to um, have at 100%. So just to make sure I don't get in, injured further. Yeah, no, I hear that. It's, it's actually interesting you say that. I was... Uh talking recently with Gage Brimer, who you may well, he may know. Name drop. Um, and he was talking about how he he's a, he's a, he's a five iron away. He was a five iron away. <laughs> exactly. I, I was going to say, Jared, I'm pretty sure I saw a YouTube video of you tra of training at the Brimer Academy last summer. True or false? Mm-hmm. True. 100% true. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so I actually, Gage just recently came back from injury and said, one thing he regrets is not taking it slow and, and coming back too early. So, if there's any advice to take from Gage, it's uh, to hold off. Be, You're be presenting patient here. Gage's advice as your own. <laughs> Unbelievable. No, I'm, I'm crediting Gage. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, that, that, is, that is good advice. That is 100% good advice. I think if I had to redo the summer, I probably wouldn't have played Washington again. Huh? Um, I, I mean, I don't know if I would have been ready for Toronto, but I definitely would have, wouldn't have played Washington. I think I definitely rushed it a little bit coming back. Sure. And, you know, when I got to Toronto, it was really starting to bother me again. So well, that was unfortunate, but we can all learn from mistakes. Well, We're all a work in progress. I think that's fair. And, you know, we'll, we'll be brief with you. We don't want to take up too much of your time. But you look at some of your most recent results. Obviously, Rogers Cup, you lose to mm -hmm. Benoit Pair, But Washington, you lose to Tsitsipas in three. Wimbledon, you lose to Tsitsipas in five. Eastbourne, you beat Fritz, but lose to Shapovalov in three. You seem to have so many encounters with these other next-gen players. And I'm just curious, you know, from your perspective, do you view that as beneficial as, you know, these are the guys you're going to have to compete with for the entirety of your career no matter what? Or are you like, come on, like, what's it going to take for me to draw Malik Jaziri in the first round of a tournament? <laughs> like, come on. I, I Well, to be just, I did draw Malik Jaziri in the first round <laughs> in Wimbledon. So, well, I'm sure um, you won, so I should say shout out to you. Maybe that's why subconsciously he was on my mind. Yes, you knew. I, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Well, it I guess it depends. Do I start beating them more often or not? Because <laughs> uh, definitely at Wimbledon, Fair. it was, or during the grass court season, it was, uh, uh, I guess, 50-50 or maybe slightly worse than that with younger players. But, I mean, you know, I think that it's real. I think that it's really, you know, exciting to compete against players who are you know ex very good very good players and and have their unique style and also you know have to adapt and do things uh, to your own game uh, to improve but but to win these matches also and I think that's what's part of the fun fun about tennis at least for me is obviously I really want to win but if I do lose 
how do I improve so that doesn't happen again? And I think every player you play, whether they're young, old, or in between, um, they, they'll teach you something about your game. I think that's fair. And, you know, the last time we spoke, and this is my last question. I know Rothman has one more for you afterwards, and then we'll let you go. But, you know, the last time we talked, I said, Jared, I, you know, you got to incorporate that serve and volley and give me a shout-out to the camera <laughs> the next time you do it. I've been watching closely, and I have seen no shout-outs, and I'm – Slightly disappointed. I figured. Well, well if you've been, uh, but but let me let me well, let's back up. If you've also been watching closely, you've also seen no serve and volleys. <laughs> well, I was going to say yet, I, yet, I, yet. I, I yet. figured when you were arguing in that one match earlier this year, the one that went viral, that was for me. And you were like, Alex, I'm still thinking of you. So I, I viewed that that was one for me, and then I kind of let the rest slide. I'm also going to go ahead and take a little credit for this, because I think I'm the first person to bring up that you should be coming to oh, the fuck and out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. That's ridiculous. Just so you know, But, yeah, and I apologize for swearing live stream. But just in general, uh, you know, you talk about that. Regardless of your injuries, in terms of the improvements you made this year, you know, how are you feeling about those? Um, sorry, sorry. Can you repeat the last end, of the last end of the question? You just cut out slightly. No, of course. And I, I consider myself the Barbara Walters of the tennis community, so I ask some hard-hitting questions. <laughs> uh, but just yeah, that's like the twelfth time I've said that today. So our producer in the background is like, I'm cutting that for sure. Um, but just <laughs> in general, in you know, results-wise, this may not have been the year you were looking for. But in terms of your own personal game, your own personal development, how are you feeling at this mm -hmm. point? You know, I think that I really had actually, in, in, in a lot of ways, a, a really, you know, exceptional year because, you know, I think I lost a lot of really, really close matches um, against some really good players that um, that I think that I've learned a lot from. You know, I, I think if I look back, I, I you know, I, I had a pretty good start of the year. I could have done better. I lost some close matches, but... You know, I think that really I, I didn't play as well during the clay court season, but I wouldn't say I didn't play well. I would say I lost a lot of a lot of tight matches. Um, and then obviously in the grass, I would kind of say the same thing. And then obviously, you know, recently I haven't been maybe a hundred as as healthy as I would like. But I think that um, that I've made a lot of improvements to my game. I think that I'm playing better, and I think that it's only a matter of time. And I think. Uh, I think whenever I get back on, uh, back out there, I think I'll have a lot of really. I th I I, th I feel confident that I'll be able to put a lot of good results together. Well, look, Jerry, we're we're definitely rooting for you, and we think that you know your 2019 season will be great. I got one more hard hitting question for you before we let you go. When and if ever is the investment banking career going to take <laughs> off, and great. do you want to start a fund with me? Um, it depends what your strategy is. <laughs> um, but, uh, I think that I, I definitely think that investment banking has its, uh, has its place. Although I like to, I, I think that I would rather be an investor, um, more so than, than, uh, than a broker. But I think that a lot of times, you know, those, those, uh, skills are transferable and, um, that is a that is that is that is that is a post tennis uh, that is a life pursuit post tennis endeavor. I'm glad to hear. Well, then 
this will be our absolute final question. I always throw one more in just to piss our producer off. But Jared and I say Hey, this no problem. Ask, ask as many oh, as I you would like. I, I say this lovingly as well. I consider you the video game expert on the ATP Tour. And I do say that lovingly oh, wow. as a fellow video game player myself. Now, not. we can talk about the Fortnite extravaganza that happened throughout 2018. But what I really want to ask you is... In your opinion, is there a single good tennis video game? Because I say no, others say yes. Is there? Uh, I would. I would definitely say. Uh, well, I, I would say I haven't been. If there is, I haven't um, seen it or. Thank you. Topspin okay. top garbage. Then you clearly top haven't sucks. played Topspin Three on oh PlayStation Two. That is the best game ever made. <laughs> You know, though, I will say, I don't know, I think there was this game called Top Shot 2 or something. Yeah, Top uh, Spin 2. Like better. I agree, Top Spin 2 was solid, but everything else, garbage. I think they need to make a yeah. next-gen version. <laughs> Let's get you on there. Hey, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> no, I, I, think that, I definitely think that there's a market for a better tennis video game. I, I agree. There's, the there's room for improvement. Well, then, I need your Fortnite takes. Are you still on the Fortnite bandwagon? Yeah, I haven't played in a little bit, um, but I'm, I. But yes, I. I am a well-known uh, Bush uh, camper strategist. So. Well, Jared, I think we need I to will, get. Uh, I think we need to get you and Fritz and get some squads going. Oh, me, you. Apparently, Fritz. apparently he's apparently he's very good. He's he, much better. Apparently, he's much better than I. He's am. been playing with Ninja, so he's doing something right. Don't even get me started on yeah. Fritz and his video games. <laughs> we played him in FIFA, and it was literally embarrassing. Oh God, it was like, story. dude, you, you shouldn't be this good at FIFA if you're also this good at yeah, tennis. Yeah, Jared, I don't know if you play him in FIFA, but don't take bets with him. He's mine. <laughs> I, 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 will, I will heed your advice. Oh, I appreciate you saying that. Well, Jared, again, we appreciate so much you taking the time to come on and speak with us. Uh, obviously, as we mentioned, Juan Martin Del Potro ends up losing this match. Djokovic takes him out, 6-3-7-6-6-3. Uh, hey, yelling at me not to ask a final question, but I'm going to sneak one in one last time. <laughs> you know, Jared, what should fans expect from you in 2019? Um, hopefully, I, you know, I just think that what I want to, what I want to do and what I want to accomplish, you know, every year is to just improve my, to control what I can control and go out there and, and try to improve my game and do the best that I can. Um, and, and really just do the best that I can in, in order and off, off the court training, on the court training during matches. And I think at the end of the day, if I can, um, can do those things i'm going to be a successful player so that's kind of i that's kind of what i focus on yeah well jared thank you so much for joining us today man and uh we're really excited and i'm gonna ask you can you give me a thank you for listening to the cr live before you head out <laughs> of course thank you for so i thank you guys so much and i appreciate you having me on the cr live that was a lot of fun you guys did a great job uh, of course yeah that was awesome jared thank you so much and we'll be sure to talk to you soon thank you so much guys awesome job talk to you later
pleasure.